if you want your kids and your students to be able to make fun craft projects without breaking your pocketbook, <laughs> this is the perfect episode for you because we've got some really great activities and ideas for you to do at home, in the classroom that are very affordable and you can actually use the things you already have lying around the house. As mothers who need to add money to the family budget, we thought we only had two options. Get a job and put our kids in daycare or start a home daycare. But what if there was a third option, a better way that would allow you to create a consistent income and make a difference in children's lives while still staying home with your kids? I'm Joy Anderson, and this is the Preschool All-Stars Podcast, where I'm going to share exactly how myself and thousands of other moms have created successful preschools so you can do the same. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome back to the Preschool All-Stars Podcast. I'm your host, Joy Anderson, and with me today is my good friend, Kimberly McLeod. She is the author of this gorgeous book behind me, Fun and Easy Crafting with Recycled Materials, and also she is the creator of TheBestIdeasForKids.com. She has over 2 million followers on social media. She's been featured in Woman's World Magazine and Good Housekeeping, and she's a lover of handprint crafts and slime. Kimberly, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and to talk to you about easy and fun activities to do with your kids. Absolutely. Now, I brought you on specifically because us teachers, we we love crafting. We love all the fun materials, but we have so many things that we already have to buy for the classroom or mm-hmm. even as moms for our own children. So anything we can have little tricks, that's amazing. But before we dive into that, Kim, how did you actually get started into this, the best ideas for kids? I mean, this has really just grown into an empire. How did you get started in this? Thank you. Thank you. Well, um, my background is in marketing. So I actually went to school for marketing and I worked um, for a consumer products company for a while. So I was already involved in social media and marketing and all that stuff um, in the corporate world, I guess. And after my first son was born, I was off on mat leave and I just wanted to do something more with my time. You know, you're with your baby all day and you're not doing work anymore. So I just started to get this itch for wanting something more for myself. And I discovered Pinterest at that time and got onto Pinterest and saw all these amazing things you can make. And I started coming up with my own ideas and sharing them on Pinterest. And it really just took off from there. So um, yeah, it's it's grown. I changed um, the name to the best ideas for kids and really wanted to focus on kids ideas. And then I did the book last year. And that was really focused on recycled materials because I love to use recycled materials in, in all the crafts. So that's kind of my journey. I didn't, I never imagined my life would take me here, but I'm so glad it did because I've had the most amazing experience, like speaking to moms and teachers from all over the world and seeing what they're creating from some of the ideas. And it's just, it literally is a dream come true. So I'm just so happy to to be able to do this. I love that. And how is this business and your following and everything, how has that blessed your family to be able to spend more time with them as well? Oh, it's a huge blessing. I mean, my kids are involved in a lot of the activities that we do too. And so that's been exciting and fun for them as well to kind of help with the ideas and create them and make them and be be actually the tester, the first testers of everything. Um, but yeah, I'm, I get to work from home. So I'm really lucky to do that. But 
yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's a fun, it's a fun job. So I'm really lucky. I love that. And being (laughs) able to have your children participate is one of the best Mm -hmm. joys. I mean, moms with children, we all know this. Like if we can, what are the fun things we can do with our children? Not just give to them, not just have them do on their own, but like, we like, we like to play too, right? That truly is like a really joyful moment when we can actually be involved um, in super fun stuff with them. And of course, teachers with our children as, as our students as well. So let's dive in now. You've had years to create all these amazing crafting ideas. Um, let's start with some of our recycled materials. Let's start there mm-hmm. first. What are some items that we can find around the house? Uh, and let's just let's start talking about a big list of them. What are some of your favorite things that you love to do crafting with? Oh yeah. There's tons of materials just around your home. You can find uh, one of the most versatile ones is cardboard. So nowadays people ordering online, you probably have a lot of boxes coming from things you've ordered, right? Save those boxes and you can cut them into pieces, or you can even just make so many things with a box too, but just with that cardboard, you can turn it into so many things. Um, in my book, I show how you can make puzzle out of cardboard. So you can actually, um, make any type of puzzle you want from cardboard. And it's the coolest thing. You can turn cardboard into ornaments, into little, um, like activities where you're like matching things. There's just, it's, there's so many ideas to do with cardboard. So that would probably be my number one suggestion to save. And then the second one I really like is paper rolls. So, you know, paper towel rolls, you can cut them. You can even use from wrapping paper rolls. You can cut them down into different sizes. That one is a lot of fun because you can make little characters out of them. You can do um, like turn them into little pencil organizers or use them as stamps for painting. So that one's great. Egg cartons are another real fun one to use. So you can cut them into pieces and turn them into different uh, characters or use them for different purposes as well. I like to paint with bubble wrap. So that's a lot of fun just to get like a different texture. So bubble wrap is fun. You can add it to even a paper roll and just have kids stamping with it. You can cut shapes out of it and paint it and place it on things. I'm trying to think what else there's popsicle sticks. So in the summer, save your popsicle sticks and you (laughs) can turn those into so many things. I'm just like, I have a list actually here. I'm just checking to see if I missed anything. Oh, um, plastic containers. So when you get like toys, you know how a lot of times they come with, or even just like packages, they'll come with like sheets of plastic as like on top. So you can cut that out, save those because they make great for laminating things, or you can turn them into sun catchers. There's a lot of things you can do with those brown paper bags, uh, rubber bands, any types of bottles or jars too. You can clean those out and turn those into things. I would say that's probably the, oh, scrap paper and newspaper. Those are the other two. Yeah. So save your scrap paper. Um, so when you cut things out, there's always like a little bit of leftover, you know, little squares or um, triangles. Save all those pieces because you can tear them up or cut them into small squares and turn them into mosaic art or other types of art. And then newspaper is the final one. You can paint newspaper and make tons of different things from newspaper as well. So that's a big list, but those are kind of my top recycled materials, I would say, to, to save. Oh, absolutely. I love that. And I saw some in your book too. 
you used bottle caps, right? So any yes. sort of caps, your your little caps on top of your apple sauces, you've got the kids on the go, right? You got those apple sauces to go, yes. grab those, use those. Any types of bottle caps, those are super fun. Um, you can make them into little flowers I saw you had. Yep, yep, yep. You can make, so you could take bottle caps and use them for any type of art. But the other fun thing with those little pouch cap tops, um, for kids older than three that aren't going to put small items in their mouth, you can actually do so many types of activities with those. So I've seen people use them in like sensory bins and or like put them in like... Um, frozen little ice cubes and then kids can try and melt them out like they're or sorting by color because they they come in all different colors too so that's fun you can create like little I want to say like bowls for them to like place and sort by color so yeah those are really fun one to save and they're you know if you if you your kids like those pouches you tend to accumulate a lot of them (laughs) And typically we just throw those away, but I mean, come on, that top is a perfectly fine piece. It doesn't have any applesauce on it at the moment. If you're careful, (laughs) rinse it out and it's amazing what you can turn it into. Yes. I love that. Now, some of our teachers are loving these ideas. And and, uh, I actually remember one of my most amazing teachers, her name was Rosie. Rosie, shout out girl, if you're listening. So she would just come up with all these amazing ideas. And uh, we also had we have to think about storage though, right? Yes. So we have to think about if we have all these materials either in our home or in our classrooms, what are some good ways to store them? Because if you're like me, you're thinking about all the things you could use. And so putting them into individual storage containers, I think that's where we run into the difficult thing because there's just a wide variety. Yes, yes. You could uh, fill up a, almost a whole closet full of recycled materials, which I did when I was making the book. Um So, you know what? The cardboard is probably the hardest thing to store because it is so large. Um, I, as I had mentioned previously, with something like a box, if you know you're not going to create a car out of the box or turn the box into a fort, like actually use the box as it is, I like to break it down into pieces and then I'll cut it down, like, and take the pieces off that I don't want. So then you just have kind of like the flat lines of cardboard you can place maybe, I mean, if you're at home, even under a bed, like somewhere tucked away where, you know, it's not going to get in the way um, if you have a closet to put it in the back of a closet. So that's probably the trickiest one to try and store because cardboard can be so big and depending on what you want to make, you could save and accumulate a lot of cardboard. (laughs) Um, The bottle caps are easy. I just keep mine stored in like a Ziploc bag because they're small. Um, So that's an easy one you can just store in like little bags. Um, The egg cartons, you can actually stack them. So if you take off the, the top of the egg carton, which typically I don't use the top as much as the bottoms, like the little cut parts, then you can stack them inside of each other. And that helps with storage. For jars, you can try and put like more than one size inside of a jar and store them that way to kind of save space. Or you could even use the jars to store some of the recycled (laughs) materials too, right? Like if you save some jars, you can put some of the the caps inside. I know a lot of people like to use like real big kind of Tupperware bins and put either it's craft materials or sensory materials and try and organize that way. Um, So I think as long as you create your own system and label it, I think labeling really helps. You can find what it is. I think the bins are a good idea because then you can place everything in a bin of one item, 
put a label on it and kind of stack up the bins in a storage area. I think that's probably one of the best ways to organize and manage trying to save all these recycled materials. Oh, that's a great idea. Uh, We saw one of our preschool teachers post this in our group earlier. She has a wealth of materials as well, random things and all sorts. And so imagine you go into Lowe's or any store with home parts, right? And let's say you need some um, nails or screws. They're all going to come into those little mini compartments, right? You have to kind of pull out, see what's inside and see which ones you want. Um, You pull out. I'm showing, of course, sometimes you can't see this on a podcast, but Anyways, she had found this huge uh, wall type of thing. I mean, it's it's big enough, you know, probably six feet by three feet wide. And um, it came with all these different compartments, though, that are open. So there's no top to them, but just a bunch of things where you could stick stuff inside and then they're just all stacked up. And it's very hard to describe. (laughs) (laughs) If you picture just a wall of like a bunch of stuff at Lowe's or Home Depot, right? Little compartments you got to open up. It's like that without the tops and the lids. So that's another idea. Uh, Some of us, of course, would probably just grab a big old tote, like you said, a Tupperware and put a little of this and a little of that and give it to the the students and they could make their own fun projects as well. Yes, yes. That's one of the best things with recycled materials is... You don't even need to have an end goal in mind with using them with kids is they just like to create and having that diverse set of materials to work with. I, from my experience, they just love to be able to like pick and choose different items and textures and that kind of thing to make their own creation. And that is amazing too. I love that. What are some of your favorite outdoor materials to bring in for some of your crafts? things you can find outside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, rocks are awesome. So we love rock painting and turning um, different kind of crafts or making crafts out of rocks, I should say. And sticks can be fun too. So you can do a lot with sticks, leaves. You can make tons of leaf art, either using the leaves or painting them to create other types of art. Um, flowers even you can do, you can paint with flowers, you can press them and preserve them. Those are probably, I mean, there's other things that you can do with like snow, there's snow art, but that's more like outside. You can paint actual snow outside with some, you can make your own spray snow paint. We've done that. Um, that's probably, I would say so what I can think. Yeah. Yeah. I saw this one, um, this one activity where it was a pine cone. So you just get a pine cone and you use that as the body, right? Yeah. And then you use yes. leaves for the arms and different materials for like the hair. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Pine cones are just as versatile as like, I would say paper rolls. You can turn like a pine cone into anything, but <laughs> we've made, um, you can make pine, you can turn pine cones into flower, like paint them to look like that flowers. And I made a pine cone wreath for Christmas, which is just so beautiful. I just love the way pine cones look. Absolutely. Now we talked about paint a bit and especially with crafting, painting is definitely a thing. So Mm -hmm. what is one of your favorite brands of paint? Where can we get it? Yeah. So in a school setting, you would probably want washable paint (laughs) because as a teacher, um, trying to clean up washable paint is the best option um, for the young, for younger kids, preschool age, obviously. Um, so that's great. But with at home with my kids, I actually like to use acrylic paint and you can get non-toxic acrylic paint. There's tons of different brands, but 
Craft Smart at Michael's is a good one. And Apple Barrel, those are probably the top two that I like to use. They're both non-toxic. Um, and with the acrylic paint, it just goes on with like a thicker coverage. So, you know, with if you've used washable paint, it's almost like transparent <laughs> when you're painting with it. So if you were to try to paint a paper roll, it kind of goes on transparent. You would probably have to give it maybe three or four coats to get the same kind of coverage you would get with acrylic paint. So that's why I like to use acrylic paint because it's easier for the kids to kind of get that better results faster. Um, and then we just make sure we cover our surfaces and wash hands right away. And we never have an issue getting it out of anything if it spills a little bit on the table or anything like that. So those would be my recommendations. And for washable paint, Crayola is usually the best in school settings. There's a lot of probably options where you can get like bulk paint, bulk washable paint, and that would be more economical. Perfect. I love all yeah. those ideas. Oh my gosh. I know our, our moms and teachers at homes are probably like just writing down this furious list. So <laughs> thank you for those brilliant ideas to be able to do crafts in our classroom without breaking the bank. That's awesome. Now, where can our listeners follow you? They're going to want more from you. So where should they go? Yeah, they can find me on Facebook, The Best Ideas for Kids, or on my website, thebestideasforkids.com. I'm also on Instagram, and my handle's at Best Ideas for Kids. So those are probably the three places I'm most active that they can find me. Perfect. Yeah. So definitely go follow her. Go grab her book. She also has craft kits at Michael's, but you can find those on her website. So go to thebestideasforkids.com and you'll be able to find everywhere she's at. Again, Kim, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Preschool All-Stars podcast. If you want to learn more about how you can create your own successful preschool so you can stay home with your kids, create a consistent income, and make a difference in children's lives, then be sure to head over to joyanderson.com to pick up your free copy of my book, Start Your Preschool. It has over 300 pages and teaches you how to create a successful local or online preschool. The book is free. All that I ask is you help cover the cost of shipping. Again, go to joyanderson.com to get your free copy of my book. Until next time, keep serving, keep teaching, and keep growing. We'll talk to you soon.